So the time has arrived. I'm fired up, pumped up, because we're going to get into the matchups of this fantasy draft edition, this fantasy wrestling edition. Well, it's fantasy draft edition, you know, for all you people that are familiar with my content for so long. Of this uh, WWE Women's Tag Team Tournament that I think they should do. Hopefully they do something like this. 16 teams. I hit you with the bracketology. Um, a couple episodes back probably. I don't know when you're listening to this. And now we're getting into the matchups of this thing. So uh, welcome everybody to the Taz Show. Uh, I am Taz and thanks for downloading this episode over at uh, Radio.com or Apple Podcast or Spotify. Um, also, let me really quickly bring up that for those that listen to the content all the time, we'll spread the word of any friends of yours or family that are into you know stuff I do here with podcasting and covering the wrestling business and whatnot with the Taz Show. Uh, tune in uh, from what I can gather uh, from emails and you know with uh, some of the the big wigs in the company. Uh, it doesn't seem like we're going to be on tuning. Um, we've been on tuning for quite some time, I believe. Uh, but uh, Radio.com is basically getting a whole new overhaul. I mean, by the time you listen to this, it might be perfect by now. I know there's been some issues with the app, but I do know that's because they're revamping it and they're putting a lot. They put a lot of time and money into it. So hopefully, by the time you're hearing me right now talk about this, it's going great. Um, meaning Radio.com, the website, any app. So they're basically um, the company is. Uh, you know, investing a lot in radio.com and they really wanted to, uh, you know, they really want to, uh, you know, amp it up, obviously, and push it. And if you, if you take a look at radio.com, there's a, a not, now no one asked me from the company, by the way, to, to push it or sell it on, on the air to you guys on this podcast, but there is a ton of stuff on there. I mean, forget about pot, just music. You could listen to like live radio, uh, music. Let's say you, I don't know. Let's say you move. Let's say you're from San Francisco and you, um, you know, uh, let's say you're from Philadelphia and you, and you're a sports fan and you move to San Francisco and you're like, damn, I love WIP in Philly, man. And you know, well now when you're in San Francisco on the radio.com app, you could listen to live WIP, you know? Um, so not just sports stations, there's tons of music on there and tons of podcasting. So, it's a gigantic library to have live and on-demand content. So Radio.com is legit. And it's been around a long time. And since the transformation of the company and, and the sale of the company um, with Entecom now, they're really putting a lot of money and time into a lot of things and very progressive thinking. So um, now if you pull the show in from Apple Podcasts or iTunes, I, don't, I think that's still rock and roll. And I ain't going anywhere. Spotify, I believe it's still on there. And probably most of the other spots that you get your podcasts. So but radio.com it definitely definitely seems like it's going to be the main hub for anything Taz show related Taz and the Moose on uh, CBS Sports Radio or the sports show that Mark Belusis and I do that too same situation radio.com so 
I know a lot of you guys are uh, hybrid fans of what I do here and then with Moose and I do with sports. So, um, but anyway, I appreciate the support uh, regardless. So I don't want to waste too much of your time with that. So going to get into this episode. It's going to be a lot of fun, right? So I've been looking forward to this. I gave you the bracketology. You guys downloaded that. Hopefully you heard that already. If you didn't listen to the Bracketology podcast <laughs> that recently was dropped um, from uh, the Taz Show podcast hub, you should listen to that before this. Well, nah, I shouldn't say that. You don't have to do that. Uh, you could listen to this and then you can do whatever the hell you want. I'm just trying to make a suggestion what might be the better way to go. The, the idea is to like, in chronological fucking order, listen to the, to the Bracketology, then you jump into this shit, and then you know what's going on. So I'm going to give you the matchups here. For the uh, 16 team WWE Women's Tag Team Tournament So as I said recently here This is going to be uh, very cool And I hope it works Because I, I put a lot of time into it And and uh, it's a, there's a lot of girls on this thing A lot of ladies on this deal here in this tournament Fan- It's all fantasy by the way That are WWE talents from either NXT or SmackDown or Raw Um but there's definitely several independent stars, wrestlers, wrestling independent stars, or those that have recently been, let's just say, in Impact Wrestling, now they're in Ring of Honor, or, or vice versa, uh, Lucha Underground girls. I mean, just, just there's, there's, uh, I put time into this thing here, put some thought into it. I was like, let me just, you know, grab 16 female wrestlers' names. That's not what happened here. So, um, I think you guys are gonna dig this, and, I, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, jump into it in, uh, in a second here, and uh, and and do what I do, as they say. That's what I do. Uh, hey guys, listen. If you or someone you know is concerned uh, about um, a veteran, please call the Veterans Crisis Line. Confidential support is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year for veterans and their families. Simply dial 800-273-8255 and pressing the number one, or uh, you can use the online chat function on veteranscrisisline.net. Or you can also text 838 255. The Veterans Crisis Line is available to all veterans, uh, even those not enrolled in VA healthcare. So that's uh, that's an important uh, thing to hit for you guys. Even those veterans that are not enrolled in VA healthcare, the Crisis Line is available for you. So uh, please visit VeteransCrisisLine.net to learn more about recognizing signs of crisis, warning signs of suicide, and how to, to respond to a veteran loved one in crisis. 800-273-8255, press the number one, or the online chat function, veteranscrisisline.net, or text 838-255. So several different ways to go about it there. All right, so uh, all right, so this is what we're going to do. 16, right? 16, uh, 16 ladies. Uh, so I'm sorry, 16 matches, I should say. 16 teams. Take five. How about that? Dumbass, 16, um, <laughs> 16 teams. So this is how we're going to do it. Uh, we're going to roll in right into this thing here. So is the deal. Um, the way it was broken down, before I give it to you, the way these matches were done, I did not book the matches. I was going to book the matches. Now I'm going to book the finishes. I'm not going to book the matches. And you guys know the bracket is up there because you guys, I should have mentioned that earlier. I apologize. You guys have either spotted the bracket on um, 
on the uh, on my Facebook page at, at at the Taz Show on Facebook, or maybe you saw it on Instagram at that's Taz Talk T A Z T A L K. By the way, uh, thanks for all the love that's been on there. There's been a lot of followers jumping on there. I appreciate that. Um, and on the Twitter, um, you might have seen on. I'm trying to remember if we put it out on Twitter. I can't recall to be honest. I think we did at official Taz. So, so you, you hopefully. You grabbed your bracket, or pause this right now, get your bracket, because it's. I guess it's fun to fill out the bracket and, and follow along that way. But uh, I'm going to jump into the matches here, uh, basically. So we got, obviously, if you got, you know, 16 teams, you know, the amount of matches you're going to have, uh, and it breaks down into a whole, you know, a quarterfinals at the semifinals. So, you know, it, it's... Um, it's gonna be fun. So I hope you like the way I book it because the finishes, but I'm not gonna, you know, get jump into that right to second. But the matches were made through and I mentioned this before. That's why I just want to backtrack. I mentioned this before me in a recent podcast, I think on the bracketology one, I believe it was, that the way that the way the teams are made, I should say. The teams are made and the teams are made by me booking them. The the matches were made by this it's computer generated basically so anybody that's a college football fan if you remember a few years back the horrendous bcs uh that that was done via computer that the the tournament playoff uh i'm sorry the playoff bracket thing that they did with a computer that was fucking horrendous well that's basically kind of what this is (laughs) but this will be better because i'm booking the finishes i booked the teams i'm booking the finishes but as far as the bracketing, that I did not book. That was done via computer. So the matches, the, I did not do the you know the matchups. That's the word I'm looking for. Matchups. So uh, without any further ado, without further ado, take two. Uh, I'll jump into this here. So, all right, match number one. This is kind of cool, right? If you think about it, match number one. We're going. Naomi, her partner, as you guys know, is Santana Garrett. So Naomi and Santana Garrett against Veda Scott and Becky Lynch. Okay, that will be the first matchup on this side of the bracket. It'll be two sides of the bracket for the most part. Now, real quick, so let me give you a little breakdown. Naomi and Santana Garrett. The reason why I put these two together is because they both, when you watch them work, they they both bring a, a, a similar level of exuberance and excitement and entertainment they're very, you know, high energy type girls. Not a lot of girls, female wrestlers are, because that's kind of the gimmick. But these two girls have a lot of similarities in that. Um, both very athletic girls, and I don't know. To me, they just seem like they'd be a really good team. If you think about it, if you watch them both work enough as individuals, which I have, so a lot of you are probably much more familiar with, with uh, Naomi than Santana. But Santana's a tremendous talent, and and uh, I got to know her a little bit for her time in TNA when I was in TNA with her. And I'm a big fan of her work. So, uh, Naomi Santana Garrett against Veda Scott, Becky Lynch. Now, Veda Scott, Becky Lynch, I put them together because it's like, I don't know, the, it, 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 I, I, the ginger thing, right? They're both redheads. And it just, to me, it's just, uh, you know, talking to Becky Lynch a little bit offline and, and having Veda Scott on my show in the past. Um, you know, there's some similarities with them for their passion for the business. Uh, different styles of work. Uh, their in-ring work I think uh, Becky's more of the technician in there uh, She's definitely, you know uh, More experienced from a higher level But Veda, uh, she's a lawyer Meaning so highly, highly intelligent And um, she also knows how to get it done in there So she's, 
I just think I don't know. I just think Becky and uh, Becky and Veda Scott would be a pretty cool team. So that's gonna be that would be match uh, number one, right? So then we're gonna go. Oh, hold on there. Then we're gonna go to another matchup, a second matchup, which will be a doozy. I will tell you that uh, if, if people still use the word doozy, I'm not sure if they do. Uh, I know that's a word that many of my family use still. That's a lie. I just lied. Okay, this is a good one. This matchup is Candice LeRae and Deanna Perrazzo. Okay, they're a team, as you guys know, against Liv Morgan and Alexa Bliss. So, uh, Candice and Deanna, okay, I, I put these two together because of the super high level of success they both had on the independent scene. I'm assuming they've crossed paths, pardon my ignorance, if, if I, I don't know the history of them as maybe they've teamed in the past, they could have, I don't know, but I just know that now obviously Candice is doing well with WWE and NXT, but, and Deanna is on her way into there too, but I'm just saying, like, I just think that they would be an extra team, and then you have uh, opposing them in, in a match would be Liv Morgan and Alexa Bliss. I mean, these are two, you know, they're both blonde, right? So they're going to jump out. When you see these two blonde girls, they're, they're both kind of undersized, if you think about it. And they're both kind of like a stick of dynamite, meaning how tough they are and how explosive they are. Obviously, Alexa Bliss having huge success and as a champion and all. I just think it'd be a, a, a fun team to watch Liv and Alexa Bliss team up. So they're going to go against Candice LeRae and Deanna. The third match would be... This is, a, this is a doozy here. Charlotte Flair and Tessa, Tessa Blanchard, okay, and against Carmella and Kylie Ray. Now, Tessa and uh, Charlotte, look at, you know why I teamed these two. I just felt like because of their dads, both original four Horsemen members and, and Tully Blanchard, obviously, and Ric Flair, to me, it would just be epic to see these two go into this tag team tournament. It would be pretty badass, in my opinion. Uh, then, um, and then you look at uh, on the other as uh, their opponents, I should say, Carmella <clears throat> having great success in WWE and uh, Money Bank champion, <clears throat> SmackDown champ, all that jazz. Because uh, and her teammate would be a young lady that maybe a lot of you guys don't know, and her name is Kylie Ray. Okay, and Kylie Ray is uh, she's you know really building a lot of momentum on the independent scene. She's a uh, super um, super high energetic. Kind of laughs, smiles in the ring, and 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 she kind of acts kind of goofy, like has fun, but yet she is all business. I mean, she's straight baller, man. Meaning that she could just go. She's tough. She's super athletic. She, she's fun to watch work. Um, you know, she's uh, how to explain her. Um, always got this smile on her face and stuff like that, but yet she'll super kick your head off. She she'll cross face the daylights out of you. She's she's worked. A lot of different places from reality of wrestling. Uh, uh, she's um, uh, she's Capital Wrestling Alliance. She was a champ there. Um, she's she's been everywhere. I'm trying to remember the other promotion. I'm trying to blank on there's one more. She was there's been in several. I shouldn't say there's one more, but she's she's real, very very talented girl. And um, she uh, in the beginning of this year she competed in the first annual Raven Black Tournament. And she went out to win the tournament and became the first ever CWA heavyweight champ. So, you know what, man? She's legit. And uh, um, um, I've watched her work enough doing my research. And I just think, hey, you know what? She's the real dealio. And put her in there with someone 
you know, uh, to the level of Carmella, you know, it's pretty, uh, it'd be tough for her to have that same popularity. But as you watch her work, you realize that, you know, when you see, I should say, Kylie Ray work, you realize, wow, she, she definitely is a good worker. She's respected in the ring and all that jazz. So um, I definitely think that they'd make a good team, uh, a good heel team. That's how I look at look at those two. So meaning uh, Kylie Kylie Ray and uh, Carmella. So uh, all right, I don't. I have to go to break because the way my show has to be segmented. I mean, I might be able to. Uh, I might be able to squeeze out one more match here. Uh, what the hell? Might as well. All right, so we'll go one more match here before we go into break. All right, I'll give tell you one more match. So they'll start breaking. I'll give you the rest of them. All right, so we are going to go with the next matchup. Will be Ivelisse and uh, Tyree Valkyrie. Okay, uh, they will go against Ricky uh, Ricky yeah, Ricky Riot and uh, no, not Ricky Ruby Riot. I'm sorry, against Nikki Cross. I did that last one on the bracketology. I made that same mistake because the Ricky Nikki thing. Uh, and the way I have it written, I have the word Riot written. I don't have Ruby. So it's Ruby Wright and Nikki Cross. Long story. And um, <laughs> so Ruby Wright, Nikki Cross against Ivelisse, Taya Valkyrie. I don't know. I think that would be uh, that'd be strong. Ivelisse, Taya Valkyrie, I put together because of Ivelisse and Valkyrie. They've been in a lot of the same companies together, you know, and, they, 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 and they're... Look, Tyra Valkyrie, she's a Canadian. Uh, she's from Canada. She's Canadian, but she's had a lot of success in Mexico. And uh, we're working in Lucha Underground, where Ivelisse also a lot of success in uh, in um, uh, Lucha Underground. Also, I crossed paths with Eva and when she was in uh, Impact Wrestling and TNA. Feisty, tough girl, man. Straight up tough, tough competitor for sure. Um, Ruby Riot and Nikki Cross, I don't know either of these girls, but it kind of makes sense putting those two together. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to realize they would be they would be unbelievable. Explosive, crazed, wild team that would definitely uh, turn heads and you know definitely could do some damage in the tournament. So that's why I think it'd be a pretty cool pairing putting those two together. Um, come on, let me let me get one more match before we go to break. How about that? So then again, the way the computer pumped these things out. I'm going to be good. Hold on. Let me just backtrack. One, two, three, four. Uh, yeah, no, I'll give the other. No, let's go to break. I'll give the other four on the other side of break. Organic Jones here. Rock and roll. All right, sit tight, guys. Taz Show. I'll be right back with the rest of these matchups in the 16-team women's tag team tournament. Fantasy Jones. Taz Show. Sit tight. Right, guys, we're back here in the Taz Show. We're going to get back into giving you the rest of the other four matches, I believe it is, that I have to give for the tournament, and I'll break that down for you in a second. Hey, support for the Taz Show comes directly from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. So they understand that the home plays a big role in your life and family. That's why they created Rocket Mortgage. And Rocket Mortgage gives you the confidence that you need when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan. Uh, and it's simple, guys, allowing you to fully understand all the details to be confident you're getting the right mortgage for you. It's convenient. It has its trusted partners that allow you to share your financial information with Rocket Mortgage at a touch of a button. And in addition to getting a real mortgage approval in minutes, 
can even adjust the rate and length of your loan in real time to make sure you're getting the right solution for you. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. To get started, please go to rocketmortgage.com slash TAZ. That's rocketmortgage.com slash TAZ. Equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states, and MLS consumeraccess.org number 3030. So, okay. For now, we will get into uh, talking a little bit more here uh, about the rest of these matches first, because I didn't want to cut it short. Um, when I was talking about Tyra, uh, Tyra Valkyrie and Eva Lee, so uh, real quick here, for those that aren't familiar, um, so and their match, as I said, would be against Ruby Wright and Nikki Cross. That would be the fourth match. Taya Valkyrie is, like I said, she's from Canada. Uh, she's worked uh, in Mexico a lot, had a lot of success in Mexico. I think she broke in uh, probably around eight years ago-ish, somewhere around there. Um, very muscular girl. Uh, you can see her bodybuilding background and fitness training background. Um, I think she had a short little stint in, in working for in developmental-wise in WWE. Like She was in the business like a year or so and then had a lot of success in Mexico, as I said. she's uh, She worked there and I, I you know, um, um, a lot of different promotions there. Um, so, uh, she's had a lot of success in TNA. Uh, she was there. I don't know if she's still, I don't think she is, but she was there in 2017. I know that last year and did really well there. And she was in a lot involved with a lot of different, uh, a lot of different of the girls there and working with them, um, team some and stuff like that and working with them. So she's done really well for herself. And, um, and she's now, uh, with, uh, Johnny Morrison, as you guys know, Johnny Mundo. So, they uh they will they are definitely an athletic couple let's put it that way <laughs> because if you've ever seen uh uh Taya Valkyrie she really is I'm a big fan of her she's got such a unique look um I first laid eyes on her when she was in Lucha Underground and I'm like wow she really is something I mean, she could really work she's just she jumps off the screen yo when you watch this girl on TV she jumps off the screen she's very very impressive very athletic, very tough, very physical. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I'm all in. I, I think she's excellent. And her partner uh, in Ivelisse, uh, Ivelisse Velez. Okay, that's a straight name, right? So she, um, uh, she's from Puerto Rico. Okay, and she is really, um, she was in tough enough. Uh, and I didn't notice. I read this when I was prepping the other day on this here. She was a contestant in tough enough. In 2011, but she was eliminated due to injuries. I, I don't know why I don't remember that. I guess I was there. I can't recall. Like I guess my brain sometimes doesn't work right. I mean, but she's done uh, some. Uh, uh, she also done some work with WWE's developmental territory and territory in Florida Championship Wrestling. Also, uh, NXT. Um, she's worked in a lot of different spots. Um, uh, she's, you know, she's in TNA. That's where I met her. She was there for a couple of years and stuff like that. She, um, uh, trying to remember, Shine. I know she, she was. I think t- a champ at Shine. I could have sworn. I think she is a, was a champion there. So she's th- she's worked a lot of different spots and stuff like that, um, and still working with with Lucha Underground for about the past three or four years or so, whatever it is, probably three years. And she gets pushed really hard there, and rightfully so. And she works with guys, and like it don't matter. You know, she just goes. She will whoop a fucking dude's ass. She don't care. She's tough as shit. So Ivelisse is the real deal. Fan of her. So I think that this team, again, fantasy booking-wise, this team 
that I would put together here of uh, Taya Valkyrie and Eva Leach, the more I sit here with you guys and do this podcast and talk about those two as a team, the more I'm selling myself on, <laughs> on them being a legit team. And this is fantasy. So, uh, and they, like I said earlier, they, uh, Eva Leach and Taya, they would compete against Ruby Riot and Nikki Cross. Okay, then we get into something that's, uh, it's a, it's the next match. Okay. But this is three people. You're going to know very well. The three out of the four girls competing because it'd be a teams, right? Um, but one girl, you probably don't know well at all, but she's the real deal. And she's got a, a super bright future. Okay. So let me get into that in a second. Here. I'll tell you the deal. So the, the match that I'm talking on here, talking about uh, is Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey, as you know, there'll be a team, right, in this fantasy booking gimmick of this women's tag team tournament. Baszler and Rousey against Asuka and Karen Q. Now, I don't have to sell you on Asuka. I don't have to sell you on Rousey. I don't have to sell you on Baszler. Okay, you guys know uh, that those three, uh, you know, especially Baszler and Rousey, with their MMA history and, and their mixed martial artists and, and their toughness and their, their credibility is there. Asuka... Uh, strong style female, you know, out of the great country of Japan, and you know how long she was undefeated and the push she got from WWE and how tough she is and good with submissions and all this stuff. So then you'd be like, well, Taz, how can you take a girl that a lot of people never heard of and put her in not only tagging with Oscar, but how dare you even think that she could go in there and go against Baszler and Rousey? Well, as I said, the computer did the matches, the matchups. <laughs> I did the teams. Look at Karen Q. I've watched her work, not live, online. I've watched her work. Okay. I'm here to tell you, this girl has a super bright future. Okay. She has a super bright future. She's she's a New York girl. She's from Queens. Okay. And uh, she's her background is in gymnastics and, uh, and volleyball. And she also, in college, is, and she also was a, was a diving competitor. So this girl is, uh, you know, a legit athlete, collegiate athlete who is very physical in the ring. Okay. And I also say uh, she got trained by Johnny Rods and Damian Adams. Now, Johnny is, obviously, I'm an alumni from Johnny Rods. I'm one of the first, one of his first guys that he's trained many moons ago. Um, <laughs> probably probably before Karen Q was born. But um, <laughs> Karen Q, uh, she's a straight New York girl coming out. And, uh, you know, she, she, she uh, made her in-ring debut at Victory Pro Wrestling. And she, uh, in 2014, I believe it was. So, you know, she's, she's really, she's still learning a little bit, but I'm telling you, she's really, really good. I mean, she's got a bright future and she's worked for a lot of different spots. Uh, women's wrestling, women's wrestling uh, revolution, I should say for a couple of years, um, beyond wrestling. And you guys know, uh, beyond wrestling, legit stuff, ring of honor, uh, uh, I, I don't know if she still worked for Ring of Honor, but as of recent, she worked there. And actually, uh, she defeated Deanna Perrazzo in a dark match. So and then met Perrazzo in a rematch on November 18th at uh, Survival of the Fittest in 2017, where Perrazzo beat Karen Q. Um, I think that was a no DQ match there. So she's, you know, 
She's really, um, she's very, very good. She's, uh, she does an excellent Boston Crab. She, uh, she'll do all different stuff. Uh, big boots, running, uh, push kicks, uh, exploded suplexes. She does really well. Like a high collar Tazplex, I guess most would call it, that are into what I've done for my career. Um, she does a lot. I've seen her do a nice handspring back elbow, um, um, for sure, legit. You could see that gymnastics background. Again, I just want to spit spit some truth about her, man. She can go. So, you know, again, um, again, as I talk, I talk with passion. Like, these girls are really competing in this tournament, and I have to say it again, they're not. So <laughs> maybe they'll get hired. I don't know, but I'm just telling you, uh, she, you know, she's – this girl Karen Q can hang. She's good. Uh, she can hang for sure. Uh, but um, oh, what was the other thing I was say? Yeah. So okay. So that's that's the uh, that's the thing. So you got Baszler and Rousley against Oscar and Karen Q. So you know Oscar has got an ambitious task because she has Karen Q. I just put over, but you know inexperienced there. You know, so it would be not that Rousey and Baszler are ultra experienced, but with their mixed martial arts background, they, they're deadly. All right. So the next uh, matchup would, would be, okay. We got Ember moon with Mia Yim going against Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose. Now this would be a tough task here for moon and Mia Yim because Sonya Deville and uh, Mandy, are obviously a well-oiled machine in WWE, but here's the thing. I, I, I like putting Mia Yim with Moon together because they kind of got, if you remember Mia Yim, she was Jade also. She worked as Jade, her name Jade. She's kind of had that mystique feel about her and athletic, very athletic, just like Ember Moon is. I don't know. I just felt like they'd be a really cool team. Um, and that's why I put them together. I just felt like it'd be a good match. It didn't take me long to think about that, putting, you know, putting uh, Ember with uh with Mia Yim you know Mia she's she's not a rookie by any stretch of the imagination she's she's paid her dues in the business works very hard um she's uh you know she's I think she's I'm pretty sure she's a California girl if memory serves me pretty sure on that and I've met her I think it was in TNA and um because there was a lot of different female wrestlers that came through there I'm pretty sure she's from California but um, she's, you know, she's she's done a lot of really impressive things on the independent wrestling scene. And like I said, a lot of you folks might remember from TNA, and that's where she worked as Jade. But um, uh, she's uh, she's worked for a lot of different companies uh, all over the place, and um, from Jersey All Pro to, to Shimmer to, to Northeast Wrestling. So I remember Maryland Championship Wrestling. My, you know, I love those guys there. Uh, my friend Dan, who runs it, uh, Pro Wrestling Syndicate, uh, Ring of Honor. She's worked everywhere. Uh, North uh, uh, National Wrestling Alliance, she's worked there. I mean, she's been everywhere. So she's really paid her due. She broke in um, probably around 2008 or nine, somewhere around then. And, um, you know, she's, 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 a, she's a journey woman in a positive way. She's done – she's respected. You know, she's respected. She does an impressive 450 splash. You'll see awesome insecurities, missile drop kicks. I mean, everything. She's super athletic, um, excellent bridging, uh, a bridging ability in her lower back and her hips. Those are beautiful northern lights. I remember that. A nice German suplex holding her bridge. So, again, Mia Yim, uh, M-I-A-Y-I-M, uh, real dealio. So I do think that um, 
that that would be a good team with her and Ember Moon because, as you guys know, Ember Moon does a lot of ultra-athletic stuff too. And I think that Ember would be for sure a little less experienced than Mia from a just a pure experience as a professional wrestler. But Mia and Ember, I think, would gel well together now. Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose, ugh, that's going to be tough because these two girls are, like I said, a well-old machine, so it'll be tough for Moon and Yim um, in that matchup. Again, we're going to get into like who I booked to go into the, you know, wins the quarterfinals and all that stuff. So let me keep going with these matchups here. Because we have uh, two more two more matchups to uh, to give you. All right, so uh, this is a team I told you about that uh, I'm really excited about, and it's Bianca Blair and Hainaya Hainaya Hainaya. I said her name wrong. Hainaya Hainaya. There we go. Boom. I'll never I'll never mess up again. Hainaya. That's how you say her name. Hainaya Hainaya the Huntress. Okay, and Bianca Blair against Peyton Royce and Billy Kay. Now. Peyton Royce and Billy Kay uh, are a regular team in little success in NXT and WWE and all this jazz. Big fans of these two girls, um, Peyton Royce and Billy Kay. I mean, they just, they are heat getters. They know how to get heat. They keep the heat. They just, everything about them. They look great. They talk great with their accents. It's just, you know, Mean Girls Jones. I mean, it's just, it's great. They are an excellent, excellent team. For sure, uh, Peyton Royce and Billy Kay. Now, Bianca Blair, as you guys know, she's up and comer in NXT and kicking ass and doing great. Huge fan of Bianca Blair right now. Real deal, okay? Real deal. Okay, Hanaya, the Huntress, Hanaya. Now, this is a girl who's not in WWE right now. She is, so she's not, you know, I'm not sure where she's working right now. I know I've watched her work several times. Um, I know she had that she was in TNA for there was a thing going on where she was supposed to debut in TNA and she was in, and then she was out like the next day, like they 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 weren't doing business together anymore. And then she came back. So it was kind of a I guess, you know, you know, shit happens, whatever. Um, but she uh she's impressive, man. Uh Hanaya the Huntress is very, very impressive. Very unique look, um, insane athlete. The girls rips. The girls ripped. I mean, I'd never seen abs this legit on a girl before. I mean, like on a female. I don't want to sound chauvinistic, but I mean, there's a lot of girls with abs that have amazing, you know, core. This girl's abs are sick, like just unbelievable abs and crazy athlete and um, very impressive. She's worked a lot of different spots and, and she broke in around 2012, worked for, uh, worked for Queens of Combat. Um, she's worked, uh, she's worked a, just a whole ton of different independents all over the place. Um, now, like I said, she'd done work with impact wrestling. So I remember last year she had signed with impact wrestling. And then like the next day, um, like she made a debut attack in Rosemary and then she was done, like, you know, like done. And then I think she came back and did some more stuff with them. I memory serves me, but I could be wrong on that. So, and I also think someone told me this, that um, Cesaro was one of her trainers. So that's interesting. So she is really impressive. If you go and you check her out on YouTube or wherever you, you know, guys watch wrestling besides WWE stuff or whatever, Hanaya the Howling Huntress is the real deal and looks great. So, you know, and I know she's she's like um, she's involved heavily with fitness, and I don't know if she's a trainer or she's a certified trainer. I'm not too sure. I've, I've never met her, never talked to her. 
Uh, if I met her, I don't recall it, but uh, she's a, she's definitely a fitness enthusiast and expert and all this stuff. And you look at her physique, you could tell, I mean, for sure. So um, I'm not sure how much what she's working in the business now, whatever, but I know this much. She is really something to see. She's really, really good. And, um, you know, I, I just felt like for, if you're going to put several independent wrestlers in here, females in this thing, someone like Hanaya uh, is definitely um, someone who's talented enough and experienced enough to get it done. And putting her in there with Bianca Blair as a partner who would be less experienced, I just think was is the right way to go about it. Um, then, uh, okay, our next match, right. So that would be Bianca Blair, uh, Hanaya. Against Paint Royce, Billy K, and then the next match would be the last match of the of the actual tag team tournament in the first round, and it would be Bailey and Sasha Banks, who I guess you most would look at as a favorite because of what WWE's doing with them. And I did put those two together, and for obvious reasons, because it's like WWE's screaming that if you're going to do a, <laughs> a a woman's tag team tournament with WWE talent, you got to put those two together because they're definitely going that route, Bailey and Sasha, and getting big time push. Uh, and both had insane success as, as individual wrestlers. So from NXT into the main roster. So Bailey and Sasha are definitely, you know, on their way of doing even greater things in the business. But I do think that if and when, this is putting the fantasy tournament aside, if and when WWE does do this tag team championships, and like I said, I do think that they'll crown new champs at the pay-per-view evolution for sure. That Bailey and Sasha, I think that they're going to be the push team. They're going to be the team to beat. So, again, I didn't set this match up like this, but I love that the match is set up this way. So it's Bailey. The computer set the match, the matchup, not the teams. As I said, just not to be redundant. Bailey and Sasha against Mickey and Madison. So that's Mickey James and Madison Rain. So obviously, most of you newer fans are very familiar with Mickey James because she's had her resurgence, her rebirth. In the uh, WWE as of recent And all the stuff we've seen her do On TV, Madison Rain Is uh, The bulk of her career was in TNA And Madison Rain Who's been on the Taz show before And I've and, and I love Madison I think she's great I've always, I've, I've got to know her really well When I worked in TNA with her And she's an awesome girl And um, she was a great interview to have on the Taz show So if that's not up there we'll get it up there for you guys to hear that she she was on maybe about a year or so ago year and a half something like that she is um madison rain uh she was part of if you guys remember years ago in tna she was part of the beautiful people which was velvet sky and uh madison uh and it, madison in the beautiful people she was um uh she was kind of like the uh I didn't mention Angelina God she would have killed me Angelina Love I'm sorry, I apologize Angelina Love Velvet Sky and Madison Rain they were the beautiful people and they were over over like fucking Rover dude yo and uh, the beautiful people gimmick was awesome. And I believe Vince Russo is the guy who put them three together. And geez, these three girls had amazing chemistry with each other. And for a while there, Madison Rain was always kind of like, not the outcast, but like there was always something going on, like in character I'm talking about, with Angelina and Velvet Sky. And like she was like, you know, so I don't know. I always, I always, I loved all three of these girls. They're all three just legit pros. Love them all, all three. But Madison, um, 
definitely she you see her now she's really breaking out and she's doing a lot of stuff um and really like had a resurgence in her career because for so long i mean from like ah, she's probably probably like five years or so maybe more she's just you know was in tna and 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 i think she went into tna like 20 like oh nine and uh the beautiful people were a solid year year and a half but pushed on tv hard but she was in madison was in tna for a long time but you know prior to that you know she worked different spots and worked you know she came up and and you know paid her dues and you know she's she's i think she broke in around oh seven ish around there worked for shimmer and stuff like that so she's you know she's really She's done a lot, you know, and as of, like I said, as of recent, she's really doing a lot. She's held championships a lot. I've seen TNA, Knockouts Champ, and and Alliance with Tara, um, stuff like that. She's she's done a ton. I mean, I, and I've called a lot of her matches during her Queen Bee era, uh, Madison Rain, and uh, she was always easy to call a match for. Just a lot of fun watching her and uh and the business she's done at all big pay-per-views from lockdown to sacrifice to genesis she's done so much good stuff and um yeah no i mean she's just i'm a big fan of madison rain so and i'm a big fan of mickey james also i'm not here putting mickey james over not because i don't want to put her over i love mickey but you know a lot of you guys are familiar with mickey as of recent so and all her success um i'm just saying that you know, putting these two together as a uh, as like that veteran team, I think would be pretty badass. You know, if you put Madison, Mickey, and Madison together, that Eminem type duo. You know what I mean? I think it would be pretty, pretty, uh, be pretty cool. So, um, so I'm wondering here. This, I think, the best way to go about this, kids, is so. There's your matches, right? Okay, so that that's in closing. There's your matches. Uh, now what I'm thinking, and that's what I'm, I'm spitballing on the fly because I had diff- two different ways I was going to go into this, and because you know I, I got to give you the winners of the quarterfinals and and talk about how you know who, who's going to win in those quarterfinals and then go into the semifinals. You know I, I'm starting to think that that um, maybe I could do that. Um, Instead of clumping all that in one, I guess I could. It's not really clumping. I don't want to be, like, rude. I don't want to come off like a douche. But, you know, I was on the fence here. If I should just do the matches and give them to you and then give the quarterfinals, um, like, who goes over, I'm not going to do it. I'm not doing it. I don't care if you get mad at me or not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm done. I'm going to give the quarterfinals and the semis and the champions in a podcast that's coming very soon. Okay, but uh, feel free to fill out a bracket. Um, talk about it amongst yourselves on, on Facebook at Taz Show, at the Taz Show. Um, I'll try to retweet or, or come at you guys a little bit on Twitter if you show me your bracket uh, because the brackets are out there. You can fill it out. And um and that's it. So I hope uh I hope you guys are cool with that. I just I just think it's better that way. Instead of jamming it all in, uh I'd rather do it where I'm I'm gonna give you the quarterfinals and the semifinals and the finals in one separate pod. I just think that works better. Again, I, I most shows won't come out here and just talk organically. That's just what I think about stuff, think about stuff, think about something, and I'm just telling you how I would do it and Whatever, you fucking get it. You guys are very smart. You guys are all very, very intelligent people. Geniuses. Borderline Einsteins. I mean, most of you. Few of you. I don't know. 
Anyway, um, <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks for letting me borrow your uh, ears uh, for the past few minutes. Yeah, I appreciate it very much. Hope you guys are enjoying this this women's tournament fancy gimmick. All right, guys, I'll be at you very soon. Here, yeah. I'm Taz. You're not. I'll talk to you soon. Adios.